0: So, anyway, let's get into what we're supposed to talk about today. So, what I'm what, what I'm gonna challenge you to do is to take notes. I'm gonna challenge you to take notes because um, because uh, and and hopefully we'll allow the Holy Spirit Spirit to convert our previous impossibilities into possible language. So, our previous impossibilities into possible language. So, please uh, do your best to lock in and, and take notes. Like, do your best uh, um, to, because God's really trying to get something to us. So let's go to John 14, John 14. And we're talking about miracle DNA from last week. Uh, we're going to get back into that. And, and you know, I, I, I preface what I had to say kind of just to challenge us to to, to look ahead to, uh, to, because what we're going to learn today, God's going to want us to use going forward, okay? He's going to want us to use going forward. All right, so John 14, 12. It says, uh, verily, verily, I say unto you, that he that believeth on me, the works that I do, uh, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. Greater works because I go unto my Father. So he's saying we should do greater works. And then we learned last week in 1 John 4 that greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. But he's saying we're supposed to do greater works. All right, let's go to 1 Samuel chapter 10. 1 Samuel chapter 10. And this is Saul. He was going out. He was he was gonna be uh israel's first king they had judges up to that point but he was going to be the first king going out looking for some type of uh, donkey and um in verse uh well i wanted to i want to highlight verse six but let's start at verse five it says after that thou shalt come to the hill of god where there is a garrison of philistines and it shall come to pass when thou art come thither To the city thou shalt meet a company of prophets coming down from the high place with psaltery and tabern and pipe and harp before them, and they shall prophesy. So they'll be worshiping, they shall prophesy. In verse 6, and the Spirit of the Lord, keyword, underline, highlight, because we're going to focus on the Spirit of the Lord. And the Spirit of the Lord will come upon thee, and thou shalt prophesy with them, and shall be turned into another man. It's, so it's saying that, now, the key thing is the Holy Spirit fell on him, and he was turned into another man, right? This is the guy that's going to be the next king. And so so, so the key, key thing, the Holy Spirit. Key, key point there is the Holy Spirit. And again, uh, so we me and my wife was talking. We were talking over the message, the miracle DNA. And so my wife was focusing on, just the, uh, the whole process of Joseph and Mary. Because, you know, remember she's been teaching on legacy. Uh, she, the last two times she taught on legacy, and she was saying how it's so interesting how Jesus was, uh, was in Mary's womb, and Mary had a particular lineage that, that, led, that led up to Jesus that was anointed. But so did Joseph. But Joseph, she said this, but Joseph's blood did not birth Jesus. Mary was a virgin. When she was was pregnant, and so, but I want to tell you, neither one of their blood is, is neither one of them. Remember, we talked about DNA. it's uh, say say it again. Is de, Dex? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> but DNA, <laughs> right? Right. And so, 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 but 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 it was neither one of them. Let's let's look here. Uh, see see what happened was, the Holy Spirit imparted that DNA. In her, look here at uh, Luke one. Let's go to Luke one. Again, we talked about greater works that we should do. Greatest he is in us, and how Saul, because the Holy Spirit fell upon him, was changed into another man. And when I, I opened up, I said the Holy Spirit is going to con- convert. Previous impossibilities in a possible language. So that's the key. Miracles are only difficult if we don't think they're possible, and it's hard to think they're possible sometimes if we can't uh, follow the breadcrumbs, if we can't connect it. Like we think uh, miracles is way over here somewhere, and we're way over here somewhere. When that's not not necessarily the case, because we're born again, miracles are within us. You see, what I'm saying, but we're looking for them. I'm looking for a miracle. Like, see, but we're looking for it, but it's really in us, right? right? I'll show you here. We'll show you. Well, the scripture says the kingdom of God is within. So Luke one, and we'll we'll hit verse thirty one. Well, I'll start with verse 30. (laughs) It says, And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. That's a good thing. And behold, thou shalt conceive, key word conceive, in thy womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus, and he shall be great, and he shall be called the son of the highest, and the Lord shall give unto him the throne of his father David, and he shall reign over, And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, right? And of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then Mary said, Then said Mary unto the angel, which we would have done too, How shall this be? Seeing I know not a man, I've never had sex with a man. This is what she's saying. And the angel answered and said unto her, This is key the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called son of God. So he's saying that, she's saying how am I going to birth this greatness and I've never, I've never been with a man. He said the Holy Spirit is going to, uh, going to impregnate you. He's, he's going to come, he's going to consume you and he's going to impregnate you, he says and you're going to birth greatness. Right, so it was the Holy Spirit that imparted, that imparted that DNA in her. Look at verse 37. It says, for, for with God nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, behold, thy hand made, the, the, uh, the handmaid of the Lord, be it, be it unto me according to thy word, and the angels departed from her. So here you have a, a, a holy impregnation from the Holy Spirit. So, so it can't. That, that 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 impartation came in through the holy through uh, through uh, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit imparted that DNA, but that but He imparted that DNA, that power inside of her. It w- was flowing through Jesus, right? You'll see how He waxed great and strong. We talked about that the other day, right? And so there's a natural DNA we can operate in, but there's a, there's a supernatural DNA. So uh, th- this is. I should say this. This might not be nice. Uh, well, I'll say it this way. When my son is walking in the spirit, he acts just like me. Right? But biologically, I wasn't used to birth though. You see what I'm saying? But to a T. But what was imparted into him was a spiritual DNA. Right? You, you, you seeing me so far? Like, Like, so there's a supernatural part of us. That's that miracle DNA. There's a supernatural. See, see, uh, the scripture says, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the same was in the beginning with God. And uh, uh, John 1, 1 through 3, it says, and then in verse 14, it says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld the only begotten of the Father, right? So Christ came down, to become flesh, so flesh can become the word, right? See, all things was created by him. Without him was not anything, wasn't, wasn't nothing was, nothing that wasn't created, something like that, right? All right, okay, so, 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 so Christ together with the Holy Spirit's DNA is equals miracle. That's that miracle DNA in operation. Uh, I'm, I'm going to show you how it makes sense. Because you ask yourself, how is all this possible? How is it possible for a natural man to, to, to operate in supernatural things? How is that possible? How is it possible for for a natural man actually to walk on water? See, it's a fantasy. It's It's a fairy tale. If miracles over here, and we're over here, right? But, and and you might say, well, you know, Jesus came from God. Jesus wasn't the only person to walk on water, right? Peter walked on water twice. He walked out on the water, looked at the circumstances, the natural storms, sank, said, Jesus, Jesus grabbed his hand and said, why did you doubt? And the scripture says they walked back into the boat, right? So he walked on water twice because there was something in him. There was something, there's something in all of us. Greater is he, the scripture says greater works. We read that John 14, 12, right? Greater works that we shall do. Jesus, listen, Jesus prayed to God and fed 5,000 men and the women and children. Prayed to God 7,000 men and the women and children spit on some clay, slapped it in the guy's eyes, and he could see, right? Jesus Jesus walked by, man, get up and walk. Remember when the guy came through, they they tore off the roof, brought the guy in from the roof, and he healed the guy. Crippled for years, the the woman with the issue of blood. Ages carrying around this issue, right, but was healed. He said greater works we should do. Greater, not, not, like, so look at what Jesus did, and he said, don't be impressed by that. You could do greater, right? Don't be impressed by that. So, so how is this possible? we must take on, to, to, to operate in this miracle DNA, a supernatural lifestyle. We must take on a supernatural lifestyle and, um, and, and start practicing the presence of God. See, the scripture says, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed. By the renewing of your mind. Why does God want your mind renewed? Because if we're conformed, we'll just live based on limits and natural stuff. Right? Every decision we make will be based on limits. It will be based on, I made a mistake according to what everybody says. I'm done. Right? Uh, I, didn't, I didn't do what I was supposed to do in school, so I didn't get this degree. I'm done. Right? Right? Uh, I haven't uh, went to a supernatural man of God seminary. I'm done, right? Like, we have all these situations that will line up. Why? Because we're looking at the natural, but we got to take on a supernatural lifestyle, right? We got to start practicing the presence of God. Now, you said that before. What is practicing the presence of God? Hey, recognizing when the Holy Spirit is at work. We got to start recognizing when the Holy Spirit is at work. Recognizing when the Holy Spirit, because he's at work. You, you have to recognize when the Holy Spirit. So, so, so one of the things, uh, so, so you all always hear about, I always talk about sports, even though football is my favorite, I played basketball. So I played basketball for years. I realized it because my birthday's today. I realized I've been playing basketball for 50 years. That's a long, I, I mean, because I started playing when I was eight. You know, Stephen Moss, he taught me a hook shot. That's all I had, hook shot. I I was hook shotting everywhere, (laughs) you know. I can still, matter of fact, some people see, I still throw hooks, you know, left-hand, right-hand hooks. But eight years old, I've been playing for 50 years. When I first coming out of Newark, I was taught all the, you know, I was taught the moves. I could go down the court, throw the ball around my waist to this guy on that side, because that would, people would go, "Wow!" You know, so... I throw the ball, rifle it past five people. So when I get to college, uh, and then uh, to me, I just like scoring. I like tricking you. So it could be three or four people. I like It's like a chess game. i like, okay, this here. I done figured out how to get to the spot I could score. This is how it was. I get to college, and the guy put me at point guard only because if you defended me, I just passed the ball. Like, it was just reflex. But he took it out. Oh, he's a point guard. I hated point guard because now I got to – Dribble and make decisions for everybody else. And no, I just want the ball so I can score. Ain't nobody trying to make decisions. I, forget everybody. So, so I hate it. And then all the, I'm helping everybody else get points. They get in the paper. You know what I'm saying? I'm like distributor at first. But I learned something. The key to playing point is quick recognition. Knowing quickly who should have the ball to score, even if it's me. Why did I say that? To operate in a supernatural lifestyle to practice God's presence, you have to have quick recognition to, to know when the Holy Spirit is operating. Amen. Know when he wants to. See, see, I go to a gym. I, I went to a gym. I was in another state. I just go to the gym. I come out, running somebody I know. We start talking, basic conversation. And they were talking. I shared this earlier. They were talking about an injury, but they weren't talking about an injury like, hey, you're a pastor. Could you pray? They were just like, hey, man, yeah, I've been dealing with this for a minute. And almost like, there's nothing that could be done about it. Holy Spirit's like, pray for him right now. No, now we're not at church. We're not in a private corner. We're right outside the gym with everybody walking in. I said, hey, we need to pray for that right now. Went about my business. That person don't deal with that injury no more. I didn't do nothing. It was the Holy Spirit, that miracle DNA. What you got to be able a record, practice is present. When the Holy Spirit says, call that person, call them. When he says pray, pray, right? When he says, hey, you're going to have to tell them the truth. You know exactly what they need. Just tell them. You're not not trying to crush them. You see, because you don't have to. Holy Spirit speaks their language. They're actually going to listen to you. you. You ever had a person that everybody says, don't, man, you can't talk to them. Nobody talks to them. That don't mean you can't. If, you, if the Holy Spirit tells you to talk to him, go and talk to him. Guarantee you it's everything they need to hear. So it's recognizing the Holy Spirit, right, when he's at work. It's having that quick recognition to recognize. See, um, the secret to walking in the Spirit depends on an understanding of the reality of his anointing upon our lives. So the secret to walking in the Spirit and recognizing the Holy Spirit, we got to recognize the anointing. The anointing. So... so I don't want to skip. All right, so I'll get into the anointing later. So, so what it is, what, what's happening is 1 John 2. Keith, slow down. 1 John 2. Because what, what this is, is living what, what I deemed, I don't know if it's a word, an unctionized life. An unctionized life. And I, so, so I'll show you from Scripture first. 1 John 2. Verse 20. 1 John 2, verse 20. It says, Look, but you have an unction from the Holy One, and you know all things. So, this unction is a a quickening or a knowing of, 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 like, so there's situations where, oh, I'll give you another example. We're at a church, it's a Baptist church. And so I taught on, uh, I don't know, Faith comeback, comeback Player of the Year or something like that. I don't know, taught on faith. I, you know, it, was, it seemed, seemed like everything was going well. Uh, people were excited about the word. Uh, and then we were done. Service is over. We're done. I'm down, on the, I'm down here. Like, OK, we about to close out the service. The Holy Spirit, an unction from the Holy Spirit said, no, 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 call all to call for prayer. Call all to call for prayer, and the Holy Spirit said, lay hands on this person, speak this and this person, speak. Like, it, it was, uh, listen, before I knew it, me and my wife, we was praying for people. Now, this is a different type of flow in this atmosphere, but folk laid out. Not because we were trying to lay anybody out. What it was is the, that DNA, that the unction from the Holy One said, pray. Like, move. Do something. Right? Like, like so, so you got to recognize when the Holy Spirit is operating, Minister Lamar, you got to recognize that, and you got to move with the Holy Spirit. It has nothing to do with what anybody thinks. It has something to do with your obedience to the unction. Right? Because there's supernatural DNA. Why just have it dormant? Like, we got to activate. We have to activate, and our actions activate, right? See, so, so, so this, this unctionized life is living in supernatural discernment. You live in a supernatural discernment. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 2. I like to confirm everything with the word so you don't think this is my opinion. My opinion has no weight here. All right, so 1 Corinthians 2, we're going to focus in and lock in on verse 14. But we know before we even get to 14, you know, uh, the, uh, Paul spent some time in the first part of that chapter saying, my, my preaching and teaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but was in demonstration of power. That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God in the miracle DNA. Right? Then he goes on further down in the chapter. He says, I have not seen or ye have heard nor has entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for us. But, but the Spirit shows us the deep things of God. Like what God has placed that, that hidden treasure. We have a treasure hidden in this earthen vessel on the inside. That miracle DNA. The Spirit shows us, hey, there's, there's an ability in you that can override any impossibility in your life. It's on the inside. But see, if we stay in our head, we won't even see. We won't tap into that ability. We'll think the circumstances are insurmountable, right? But there's something in us that can bore through anything that comes out of us. With men, it is impossible, but not with God. With God, all things are possible, right? Right, so, so, so this is uh, operating this supernatural discernment. So after he goes in, he says... Uh, uh, the spirit searches the deep things of God, we drop down here to verse 14. It says, but the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit of God. Just for a second, the natural man does not receive the things. Now, he earlier he said what? The spirit is searching the deep things and showing you, you have a miracle DNA. You got power on the inside. And the spirit is by unction is saying, hey, you can heal this situation. You can deliver this situation, right? You actually can, you can speak words that will change that person's life forever. But the natural man can't re- absorb, comprehend, or receive what the Spirit is saying. As the scripture says in 1 Corinthians earlier, the first ch- chapter, it says, there's foolishness unto him, right? And so he's, so he's saying, so, so Holy Spirit is trying to go, hey, this is your moment. The natural man is going, well, I don't know. You know, that's kind of, that, that I'm gonna come across like a fanatic or a freak or, ah, I've never seen this happen before. So, so that, that's, you know, that's the pastor's job. Let's call the pastor. No, 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 no. That's your job in the moment. Right? But see, you, you, when you layer and layer and layer your life with the things of the world, What it does, it it, it smothers and suppresses the miracle DNA on the inside of you. And guess what? We have what we deem as good reasons to do these things. We have these justifications because anytime you do them, you have a justification. You're justifying not operating in the power that you need to break through all this weight that's on you. All these things are demand. Listen, we can't go back and change what was done, but I said this this morning, but you, but but you use what was done to fuel you forward. Use it to fuel you forward. It should inspire you to make sure this that's happened never happens again. See we can we can bask in. Where we've been and what has happened, that does not change a thing. Listen, Jesus, listen, Jesus is uh, one of his closest friends, Lazarus. You know, something something happened to Lazarus, right? Right. Like, in the moment, what did Jesus do? He's healing folk. Like she said, in the moment, like he moved and wasn't rushing to go to Lazarus and after a few days, raised him. You see what I'm saying? That placed a demand on him to move forward and to do some things. His his other close friend, prepare to wait. John got his head cut off. Read what Jesus did after that. Moved. He, he he let that power in him move forward. He didn't spend all his time focusing on him and getting his head cut off. Now that was the result of some other stuff. I, I'm not getting into that now because that's not important, but you know, there's some, some things John did. Right? So so this is we have to pick up the holy, the, the Holy Spirit's signal to perform his will. We got to pick up that signal. That's what that unction is. Picking up that signal. Um, I read this from a a, a woman of God, a powerful woman of God, Fuchsia Pickett. Uh, and I believe the book is the Holy Spirit. And it says, uh, that believers have an anointing from the Holy One indicates that this anointing renders them holy, separating them to God. Okay, that believers have an anointing from the Holy Spirit, the Holy One, indicates that this anointing renders them holy, separating them to God. So when we, we're born again, we're, we're, we're being pulled apart of, of, of the, the weakness Uh, and the conformity of this world that's been stifling our ability to be great. Like, there's a bunch of great people in the room. But everybody's not doing great things because the the, the kryptonite that we take on is weakening our ability to to keep our momentum into our greatness, which is supposed to shine a light to draw other people into their greatness. It's a setup. Like, every time they get you to, to open up to compromise is is, is you're gonna be clouded by that much more, weighed down by that much more. But the scripture says, "Lay aside every weight, and the sin that so easily besets us." All right, so so the Holy Spirit is trying to separate us to God. Let's look at uh, John 16. This Holy Spirit that's important, in in this DNA is important for a reason, and we want He wants us to operate in this unction for a particular reason. So look here at John 16. And we're going to hit verse 13. The whole chapter is powerful. Actually, 14 through 16 is powerful. But we'll just hit verse 13 in this chapter. It says, how be it when he, notice it didn't say it. It says, when he, the spirit of truth, it's talking about the Holy Spirit. Like, like it's saying truth is all in him. The spirit of truth has come. He will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, But whatsoever he shall hear, that he shall speak. And look, and he will show you things to come. It says, look, he's the spirit of truth. He's going to speak all truth. The word truth means final reality, finished product. It's the butterfly, not the caterpillar. So the truth about us is, the final reality about us is we're great people with miracle DNA on the inside of us. The Holy Spirit is constantly trying to remind us of what God gave us. He's trying to remind us we pack it. Uh, uh, I always use this song, been using it since I first heard it. Uh, I need to pull it back out. Larnell uh, L- L- Harris, I Choose Joy is, is the name of the song. And it's a, one of the lyrics say, God wants to know what you're doing under there. Like, we, like we're going, Lord, get me from under this. God's going, that's weird. What you doing under there? Like, remember when Jesus said, when they was on the boat, he didn't go, Hey, man, my bad. I was asleep, man, my bad. I didn't know it was a storm out here. That's not what he said. He said, where's your faith? He's like, you're packing so much. Matter of fact, this is what Jesus was saying. It's just a storm. Why don't you just use? Now, when I read the manual before I came down here, all y'all got power. Y'all not using it? Man, all you got, hey, let me just show you. Uh, Peace be still. (laughs) Like, like, like it was but he wasn't saying it like this is what I, he just said, greater, greater works, you should be able to do. He was saying you can speak to the storms. Not magnify the storms, not run from the storms. Man, we eagles, we not sparrows. Sparrows run from storms. Eagles are looking forward to them. They love that wind. that wind helps them to elevate to another level. Not, oh my God, it's a Listen, listen, I'm going to tell you right now. Do not allow the trick of the enemy to, to push you into depression. And I'm saying that because, I mean, I, 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 man, listen, my background is, is social services. I've done it all my life. I get the positive culture, uh, behavior uh, management therapy, all those different things. I get it. What I'm trying to tell you is, with all that stuff that I learned, the scripture tells us things to do when we're tempted. Think on these things. Before it gets to think on these things, it says the peace of God will surpass all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind. And before that scripture, it says be careful, anxious, worried for nothing. Through prayer and supplication, let your requests be made known unto him. Philippians 4, 6 through 8. He's telling us, don't allow, look, 2 Corinthians 10, cast down all imaginations, every high thing, and exalt itself against the knowledge of God. Bring every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ Jesus. What he's saying is depression is, depression is like gravity. Hey, man, you, need, you just need to focus on that for a while. And you know what? Go on and have a drink. I, mean, I know it's a depressing but go ahead and have one. Hey, yeah, smoke a joint. I know that's another depressant, but go ahead. You know, at least it have you magnifying the things I want you to focus on so you'll feel worse. But just go ahead. You, you, you're going to seem like you're feeling good, but I'm going to just keep you magnifying on the circumstances. Those are depressants, man. And then somebody goes, I don't understand why I'm depressed. You, you see how it seems like it, it, it doesn't make sense? I'm, listen, I'm not putting nobody down. I'm just saying we're being suckered. We're being suckered. Like, like, Everybody in the building, everybody watching, everybody in the country is tempted with depression. But they'll tell you like, hey, you know, because of your background, you're more apt to deal with depression. Everybody in, the, everybody in the world is apt to deal with depression. It's a part of the culture. Focus on this, focus on this, focus on this, focus on this. Magnify this, magnify this, magnify this. Man, you know what? You going through, ain't you? You should just play the victim. Jump to a negative negative conclusion. As opposed to thinking on these things. Casting down that imagination. Man, I'm not allowing that thought in there. I got to do it. If you're dealing with individual circumstances and I'm a pastor, I'm dealing with your circumstances too. But I can't let those things break me down. It ain't happening. You don't have to worry. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. That's why I know that scripture so well. I use it all the time. You understand? You got, you got to think on these things, man. Man, don't let that stuff stop you from greatness because lives are at stake. While you stuck in your funk, somebody needs you. I'm telling you right now. Not, yeah, I'm sure they probably could use the pastor. They need you. Your gifts, your anointing, your power. Every Every age. Every age, they need you. I need you. Why you in your little funk? I need you. Anyway, so 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 the Holy Spirit. <laughs> what in the world? So the Holy Spirit. Uh, see the word. The, the word teaches us that the gift of the Holy Spirit is the efficient means to enabling believers to possess the knowledge of the truth. He'll show you the truth, right? And what we just said is finding reality. So it helps us to tap into that miracle DNA, right? And this is the thing. So we have, you got God used Mary to birth Jesus and he used the Holy Spirit to impregnate her uh, with that particular seed. And so this is the key. I was studying this out. Jesus is the revelation of the, of the father's, basically the father's character. So Jesus reveals the father's character. So when we, when we uh, accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we take on his character. The scripture says anything you ask in his name, that word name means character, right? And so we know what his character is by uh, uh, Galatians 5, the fruit of the spirit. Right, Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, faith, goodness, gentleness, meekness, and temperance. Against such, there is no law. There's no fixed principle that can stop you. So now, fixed principles, gravity is a fixed principle. Right? Right? But guess what? Depression is a fixed principle. Debt is a fixed principle. Right? See, all these things, that, listen, this sickness and disease are fixed principles. They're, 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 you don't have to do anything. Like like if you do nothing, you're subject to sickness and disease. You're subject to death, right? You're subject to all these things. You have to do something to be above them. Just like you gotta do something to fly. Like right now, I don't see nobody floating around this room. But I don't see nobody confessing gravity. I don't see no, I ain't see nobody walking the door. I believe I'm gonna be stay, I'm not gonna float. I'm always floating around the world. And I just i just never I've never been able to just stay grounded. You know, so I'm just going to keep my confessions up there. I, I, will, I will be subject to gravity. I will be. I don't, I don't see anybody saying that. But you all sitting there, ain't you? And you're taking it for granted. You think that that that's normal. Go to space and see how normal it is. See, see, so it's a fixed principle in this realm, gravity. But in this the, the, the world of uh, sin and inequity from Psalm 51, in this world shaping into sin and inequity, it's, debt is a fixed principle. So sit back and chill if you want to. Guarantee you debt be weighing you down, like putting this boot in your neck. Sickness and disease just be popping up everywhere. You gotta do stuff to stay above this stuff. That's why we gotta stay in the word. But you can't just do a penance in the word, I was in the word, for a whole day. But every day we're subject to gravity? with something to debt, distress, and sin? What kind of, that's not it. You're feeding something that doesn't need any food. What needs food is the spirit, the kingdom realm. We need the word, we gotta eat the word because we're absorbing the world without thinking about it. You feel me? Hopefully, you feel me. All right, so so, so Jesus is that character, the Holy Spirit. Right, so Jesus is the character, the fruit of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the supernatural interpretation of that revelation. So Jesus is the re- revelation of God, the character, the fruit of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the supernatural interpretation of that, the gifts of the Spirit. Right? The gifts of the Spirit. Right? And so... This is amazing. In living his life as a man, Jesus taught us that the source of victory is being filled with, empowered by, and obedient to the Holy Spirit at every moment. So, in living his life as a man, remember he came to teach us something. He taught us that the source of victory is being filled with, empowered by, obedient to the Holy Spirit at every moment. Well, we ain't paying, some people ain't paying the Holy Spirit no mind. Listen, Jesus is sitting on the right hand of the Father. Scripture tells you that all day. He says, it's expedient that I go to leave you a comforter, John chapter 14. All right? He says, he says, and that comforter is the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is in this earth realm. That's who's helped. That's the ambassador to navigate. You know, when they take over, uh, uh, just like when they took over the Bahamas, was it England? to take over the Bahamas. They, they sent an ambassador. They sent somebody to go in and to train their government and their flow to show them how to operate England as if they were in England in the Bahamas. Go there. They, they're English speaking. Matter of fact, I talked to some African friends, and, and I was picking with them. Yeah, I've be picking with people where they talk sometimes. So I was, I was like, hey, man. He said, see, you're picking with me, but I think the way you talk is funny. He says, I speak the queen's English. What are you talking? Something called English, but it's all over the place. I before E, except after C, sometimes Y and W. Like, what kind of sense does that make? You keep changing, changing up, you know, <laughs> what you want, depending on the moment. What I'm, trying to, what, what I'm trying to say is the Bible says to live a life on earth as in heaven. Right? So the Holy Spirit, so, so same deal. We're in the earth realm colonizing the earth like they colonized the Bahamas. The Holy Spirit was sent as an ambassador to show us how to live heaven on earth. Why would we not listen? Why would we ignore the unction from the Holy one? To know all things. See, we're supposed to be operating in power here, not be conformed here. That's what Lot did. Lot went to to Sodom and Gomorrah. He was supposed to be a leader, not compromised. Abraham was like, man, this fool done went, and they done done turned that fool out. (laughs) We got to go rescue him. Jesus showed up. Man, we got to go rescue them. The the world done turned them out. And we got to send the Holy Spirit to stay there to make sure they get it. You're the one in power. You have the authority. You have the miracle DNA on the inside of you. There's not a circumstances that, that, that's big enough to stop you unless you see it as greater than what's in you. Right? So, so listen, listen. Respectfully, go ahead. Take your classes. Go ahead. Do, do your, take your classes. Uh, sh- show up at everybody's seminar. You know, uh, uh, go to all the networking, do all those things. And I, you can do all those things you want to do. But I'm going to tell you, the key to this thing is an intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit. That miracle DNA on the inside of you. Right? Because you'll look at stuff, you know, we we'll tell you stuff, but this person was in a coma, that person was in a coma, that person was in a coma, and they came out and be like, okay, they came out, but how? Probably because he's special, he's a pastor. No. No, it's not the case. Stella laid hands on somebody and they healed. It wasn't Stella. It was it was the what's inside of her. Okay, it wasn't Keith. It was what's inside of her. It wasn't Melanie. Is what's inside of her. It's 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 trusting that unction from the Holy One. But man, you ain't go, listen. Everything right now is set up for us to 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 recognize that signal. Because remember, you say you ain't had no time. Remember that. Remember before the crisis. Well, I would do this with God, but I just don't have time. Well, I would do this with God, but I just don't have time. You got time now? But you didn't, the time you said you would get God now is binge watching, right? And for some of y'all still doing games, you know, still. I'm not putting nobody down, but I know some of y'all still PlayStation or whatever you're doing. <laughs> I'm not talking about the kids either. I'm talking about adults, <laughs> right? right? What happened to this time for God that you said you was going to get? Okay, at the same time God is trying to give you more time with him, the adversary is hoping you you stay in a stupor. He's hoping you absorb everything they show through the screen. See, because one thing about if you leave people at home, they, they're not experiencing reality. All they're experiencing is what they show through the airwaves. So they can dictate their narratives. And after a while, you watch it so long enough, you believe it. Like, like, with all the respect, I ain't say no particular channel, but you watch the news and you believe it. I know this because I hear people communicating. Yeah, because they said. Yes, they did say. They did say. Did you believe them? They've been saying for the longest. Whose report shall you believe? I shall believe the report of the Lord, Isaiah 53. They did say. They've been saying. Do you believe them? Because this is a report that's been been published for the longest. We're going to believe the news report, but not God's report? Man, come on, man, stop. And go ahead, you could tweet that to me, too. Because <laughs> I, man, like, like I mean, I, I, mean I, I try to be tactful and, you know, but it, listen, kingdom of heaven suffered violence, violence taken by force. They ain't being tactful. Ain't nobody being tactful. So, And since I don't have a crew with me, you know, like you go to the basketball court, you want a crew, you know what I'm saying? But I used to play by myself. So if I ain't no, well, I got my wife. If there ain't no crew going with me, I'm just going to tell the truth. Y'all can just, and then if you tweet, like, I'm not really on Twitter, so, I mean, the church is on Twitter, but I'm not, I probably won't get it anyway until it's too late. Oh, that's a shame, man. That person really was bothered by that. (laughs) Oh, my bad. I missed that. All right, so let's 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 say uh, we talked about it in every moment. We said uh, obedience to the Holy Spirit in every moment. Let's go to Romans eight. Romans eight. Romans eight. Anytime now, sir. Wasn't in Romans, so was an X. All right, so we're going. to dance back and forth through Romans 8. Great chapter. I would read it over and 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 over again. All right, so verse 14, it says, for as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So many as led by the spirit of God are operating in miracle DNA. They are the sons of God. Let's look over here in Isaiah 11. Isaiah 11. And spending a lot of time with this and I'm like God God really wants us to recognize we're more than we've become alright so so Isaiah 11 we'll start here I'm going to start at verse 1 we're going to highlight verses 2 and 3 it says and there, sh- there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse uh, a branch that shall grow out of his roots you know we know Uh, Jesse was David's dad. It says, and the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. Look at there again, the spirit of the Lord, right? Shall rest upon him and the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might and the spirit of knowledge and of the fear or reverence of the Lord. And he shall make him, look, 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 quick. That word quick there. Quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. And he shall not judge after the sight of the eyes, neither reprove after the hearing of the ears. So, so so, it won't be based on flesh and blood. It says quick understanding. That means he's going to quickly recognize what the Holy Spirit is, is, is moving him to do. Right? Quick understanding. You study the word out, you know, f- for yourself, uh, and you see, make a lot. It's, it, it's See, a quickening is different, man. And it happens to us a lot of times, but if we flood ourselves with the world, we, we, we don't pick up the signal. This quickening is happening all the time. Go to that school. Ha, nah, take that job. No, give them a call. I know everybody said, no, call them up anyway. Do you know how many people have gotten favor because they're like, well, I'm just going to call. Even though I, I heard what everybody said, I'm going to call anyway. Do you know what's happened to people? Just following the quickening is what I'm saying. You know, but not, but, but see, you, you can't pick up that signal if you cloud it, Right? I, so this is the thing, like, like uh, we must embrace God's system of submergence. We have to embrace God's system of submergence. So God has this this system. Um, so so, so I, I don't have this scripture for you guys that's watching uh, live. But uh, John 3, this is, I remember Jesus says, marvel not, you must be born again. Right? And he says, uh, you, uh. Was you uh, he said if you're not born of if you're not if you're not born again, you can't see the kingdom of God. But if you're not born of water or of the spirit, you can't enter in the in that realm, in, in the realm of impossibilities, right? But but when it was saying born of the water and born of the spirit, so we know this, the woman will tell you, um, when the child was when they were impregnated with the child, they were submerged in water. They were, they were consumed in water, and, and that's how they got their nutrients, right? They, they, that, that, that helped them to transition from heaven into this earth realm. So they had to come in, be in an incubator in the womb for a while to acclimate, acclimate themselves to the earth realm. And then at a certain time, because they can't be in there forever, they were birthed into the earth realm. Well, this sand is born of the water, that's the first birth, but born of the spirit, submerged in the spirit just like you're submerged in water, to be acclimated to operate in your miracle DNA. And then you're birthed into your greatness. But we don't stay submerged in uh, the incubator of the Holy Spirit long enough to be birthed into anything because we allow ourselves, imagine a baby getting pulled in and out of the womb based on how they feel. No, they have to sustain a period of time in that womb until they're mature enough. That's why if, if a child is, is uh, premature, what well, they, they, they transfer them to another incubator, right? They just, they're just like, oh, you good. you just here early. No, they're like, no, we got to wait until they, they, they're ready to handle the demands of this earth realm. So God is saying you need to be submerged in the spirit till you're ready to handle what I've purposed you for. Right? And so so, so, so we meet uh, see this is the thing. We meet Christ and we, we introduce to this life when we're submerged in the world. But when we're submerged in the world, it's uh, the world is miracle DNA kryptonite. The world is miracle DNA kryptonite. And so anytime we're submerged in the world, it's kryptonite. So the reason why we feel helpless is because the world is rendering us helpless. Like, everything is touching us and trying to pull on us, but we, we can't flow. You see what I'm saying? We can't flow. Like, we, we, we feel like the, the circumstances are insurmountable. But when we submerged ourselves in, 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 in the Holy Spirit, in Christ, it's a, it's a kryptonite cleanser. When we submerge ourselves in the things of God, it's a kryptonite cleanser. So 2 Corinthians 5, let's look at this from the Scripture. the scripture you've read before to make a lot more sense here today. It says, uh, verse 17, 2 Corinthians 5, 17. It says, look, it says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Right? Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. What it's saying, the old things that are passed away is the miracle DNA kryptonite is passed away. All things become new. We start to operate in our design of miracle DNA, right? So, so it's, a, it's a, when we submerge ourselves to Him, it's a kryptonite cleanser. That's why the scripture says God desires a broken and contrite heart, right? And, uh, David said, uh, Creating me a clean heart, uh, uh, renewing me a right spirit, a right spirit. He was saying, Man, wipe all this stuff away that's stopping me from operating in power. And, 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 and it's an amazing thing. You know, we are resilient as people. You know, people smoke cigarettes for, uh, what, is, what do could say, 20, 30, 50, 60 years, and they're still existing. I didn't say that they're productive. I said they're existing. And, and the PAC says, this will kill you. And, you know, a lot of you, you, you see people uh, later on in life, and you see they go through different battles with cancer and stuff like that. It didn't happen that day. It's a buildup. See, you, see, what happens is when you take in foreign things in your body, it builds up what's called toxins. And after a while, as toxins build up, they're looking for a place to go. They they become cancer. You see what I'm saying? But but we think something just floating around in the sky that has attached itself to you. No, you actually fed and built up what's actually happening on the inside, right? And, and so I said that not to convict nobody, but I said it, well, no, I said it not to condemn nobody. If you convict it, it's good because then you'll change. Um, <laughs> but, but, I, but I said that to say, like, like, these things that we allow in ourselves uh, stifle us unintentionally. So, so this resilient body, somehow it figures out, this, this is what happens. Something foreign comes into your body, right? Your body is designed to come up with its own immunity antibodies. You know that's why they they inject people with the flu. Like, it's a flu shot, but you know they're giving you the flu, right? If you didn't know, I'm telling you, they're giving you the flu. They're hoping what your body does, it sees it's being attacked by the flu, and it creates antibodies to fight the flu. So, so, So it's not a flu shot with some type of medicine in it. It's disease in it. So think about it. They're giving you a disease to trigger your body to stop a disease, which means your body can stop a disease already. duh and, and I could prove it another way. so so this is BD, BC days for me. this may be present days for some, <laughs> right? but so when I was getting when, when I first started smoking, weed, uh, let me just be specific, so I got high. Like it was a half a joint. I'm high, like I'm I'm black. Whoa, whoa, there's something else, man. I, I feel I feel confident. Right? Well, to re to get that same feeling after a while, a half a joint ain't do nothing for me. Yeah, it wouldn't blunt yet. You know, I need a joint. Then 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 you know we 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 smoke what we call baseball bats. Some things probably like that big. Well when you got pounds of stuff, you could do what you want, right? So, so, so what I'm saying is don't y'all be having no memories from back in the day. Like some of y'all going, Keith, I remember when we those days are over for me. But my whole point was my body figured out a way to function. First, I couldn't function because I'm high. My body figured out a way to function. So then I had to get more. Then it figured out a way to function. Like the computer went off and says, okay, we have hey, there's a foreign substance in here stopping us from functioning. We got to figure out a way to function. So let's create an immunity so this doesn't affect us anymore. That's, you, have that on the, you have that power on the inside of you. It could shut down the effects of a foreign substance. And then the more you take, listen, we smoked, listen, because I pick with her about the, about the, what uh, the, was, was the dime bags, right? Listen, we smoked ounces like, like and went not play ball. Like, like like it was nothing. Like we just you know like, that's why I was picking with it. Like a dime bag might be a joint for us, you know. Like, and so so, I and mean, I'm not bragging on that. What I'm saying is, my friends used to do this. They'd be playing ball, and they be someone would stop and just look. But I was just getting high with you. How is this possible? But but not it was possible. Because I was killing myself. My my, my my body was hitting an override. We gotta function. We gotta function. And it was coming up with an immunity. Well, the first time I drank, I drank apple malt duck. I don't even know if you have ever heard of that. Uh, but uh, And uh, I was drunk. Like, I threw up that day. But, but after a while, I could drink, and it was probably like a, a bottle this big, I could drink like four of those bottles and go play ball with no problem. I could drink that. I could drink uh, Jack Daniels. I could drink Hennessy. I could drink smoke all that weed, do all those drugs, and go hoop. Me balling out there. Not for it. Hey, some. Hey, ask the people that are right now. I'm telling you. What? What? My whole point is. My whole point is. My body is trying to. It's training itself. It thinks to fight against something, but it's training itself to be used to something. This same body. Has this power in us that was designed for us to advance forward, not to be comfortable where we're at, not train ourselves to stay in a stupor, but to rise above being in a stupor. But we'll tell ourselves, "Ain't nothing wrong with it." Okay, just measure it based on the results in your life. I'll give you, I'll give you a minute. <laughs> that went right. I just. I'm just picking. I'm just picking, y'all. Be nice. All right. So, 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 so. This is the thing. What God's trying to do is, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature, old things passed away, all things become new. He's trying to get us to take on His character, which draws His spirit. Take on His character, which draws His spirit. Take on the fruit of the spirit, which draws the, the gifts of the spirit. Take on the fruit of the spirit, which draws the gifts of the spirit. All right. Take on the fruit of the spirit, which draws the gifts of the spirit. So I'm gonna end with these three scriptures. Well, actually, these four scriptures, but I'm going to read them quick. Uh, John 1.12. Romans 8.18. Uh, I guess I should do it. i just do it one at a time because I forgot they're looking online and the scriptures are popping up when I say it. So we'll do John 1.12 first. <laughs> well, I'll just give you that one. As many as received them gave him the power to be the sons of God. <laughs> right. See so 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 see we draw his character, we take on his character to draw the spirit. So the scripture just said it look, as many as where is it? But as many as received him, them gave he power. Many as received him, his character, them gave he power, the Holy Spirit, to become the sons of God even them that believe on his name, on his character, right? John 1, 12, uh, uh, Romans 8, 18, Romans 8, 18. Look, it says this. It says, the sufferings of this present time, the things that we're, we're allowing that may punk our flesh, aren't worthy to be compared to the glory that shall be revealed in us. So, so again, we may suffer through uncomfortable moments, but it works for us power. When we pacify uncomfortable moments, we're stuck in weakness. That's the difference. Like, and it's a sucker move. It's, it's, when I say a sucker move, I'm not calling anybody here a sucker. I'm saying, you know how, like if I told you somebody was playing you right now, one of your friends, you're like, oh, no, no, no. You, I'm going to talk to him right now. Ain't nobody trying to play me. But what if I tell you the devil's been playing you for quite some time? Like a fiddle. You going to let him get away with it? And that's every time he gets you to slip into the flesh, every time, like, like, like you know, we, we deal with this as pastors. You know, people communicate all their righteousness when they're in front of us. Well, behind the scenes, they're in the flesh. Fine, I mean, everybody has choice, but what's hurting is the adversary is, 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 is suckering them. He's letting them, he's saying this moment of pleasure or this, 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 this moment where you can get to look like the reality show it's worth you losing power. See, see, that's, that's it's like, it's a, it's a, man, it's, it's a slick move if you think about it. Don't this feel good? Didn't you enjoy it? You had a good time, didn't you, didn't you, didn't you? Whew, they didn't even see what was about to happen. Good move. Whoo, that was a close one. <laughs> they was about to break through. We've been keeping them way down for the longest. We can always visit them with depression. But they was about to break through where they would have they would've sneezed that depression. Thank God, we slipped them back into this little moment of pleasure, <laughs> their reality show moment. Act like the stars. <laughs> Second Corinthians 12. I'm making light of it, but it ain't funny. Oh, well, I'll tell you, what, it wasn't funny when it was happening to me. How about that? Maybe y'all take it different, but. It wasn't funny. When I recognized it, it just wasn't cool. I, I, well, first of all, I felt like a fool because I was one. I felt like an idiot because I was one. I felt stupid because I was stupid. But when I was talking, I didn't sound stupid. I didn't sound like an idiot. I sounded sweet. Sweetly being broken down and destroyed. Sounding good the whole way down. Pick uh, pick your favorite Secular singer and you know you like they hit the high notes and then picture them going down singing in a boat. <laughs> but but you like hold on let me get that last note. <laughs> right. What I'm trying to say is, well that's not cool. I just said the person will go down in the boat. That's not nice. Don't want your favorite singer to go down in the boat. <laughs> I ain't think about the the, the analogy. Right, that's not good using your power to speak them into Drowning, you know, sinking. Why well, didn't say that? Well, you, I did say it, huh? You said you said you could be. I said secular singer, but that's still not right. <laughs> no, matter, no matter how you like, all right. Yeah, all right. Just never mind. Forget the example. Scratch that. Second Corinthians twelve. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive me, Lord, for leading them in that dark path of destroying someone. All right, so Second Corinthians uh, 12, 9. This is after Paul said, lest I should be exalted through the abundance of revelation There was given to me a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan that buffered me, lest I should be exalted through the uh, abundance of revelation. And he says, for, for this thing, I, uh, sought, I besought the Lord thrice that it may depart from me. Verse 9. It says, and he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Then Paul said, most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities. That, look, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. That that power of the Holy Spirit will rest upon the anointed one and the anointing will rest upon me. So when infirmities come, they're trying to, 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 to break down your flesh to release your spirit, not trying to destroy your spirit. When you allow things, you're allowing your flesh to be strengthened and it suppresses your spirit. And that's what's dangerous. Uh, 1 Corinthians 15, 36, last scripture, I promise. Uh, well, you should never have enough scripture, but this is the last scripture for today's session. First Corinthians fifteen 30, thirty-six. it says, Thou fool, that which thou sowest is not quickened except it die. So it's saying that... Uh, when you, when you bury your life, when you lay down your life, you put it in a position where it has to be quickened or made alive, right? When you, you know, when you decrease, you put yourself in a place of demand to be increased. But what happens is, based on what we're talking about today, when you get your flesh out of the way, you allow your flesh to be broken, it releases what's in your spirit, and that's that miracle DNA. But we be trying to get around brokenness. Like, you know, we, oh, we're trying to avoid... That truth and love, right, the thing that's going to challenge you. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, I don't want that to touch me, but no, yes, you do. You want it to break, break you so it can release what's in you, right? You have to allow it, but the saving face and the, my business hiding, what's not exposed can't be helped, hiding, that stuff don't help you. You, want, you know, I don't want this person to see me in this light. Yes, you do. If it's going to break your, your flesh, yes, you do. Because you know every time my flesh is broken, there's more power that comes out of me. Allow it. This is okay. Allow, but, but every time we say face, justify our position, what we're saying is I want to justify my flesh not being broken, and I'm going to keep suppressing what's in my spirit that should be released. So you win, and you lose, Right? Let's stand on our feet. That's enough for today. I'm sweating up.